Welcome back to another episode of the Gifted Performance Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to like the video and subscribe for future content. For more information about our one-on-one coaching and other training or nutrition options, visit giftedperformance.com. Our newest feature, the Gifted Express, offers premium programming for bodybuilders, powerlifters, Olympic weightlifters, and lifestyle clients for only $30 a month. Enjoy the video. We'll see you on the next one. And as always, stay gifted. Welcome back. Another episode of the GPP Gifted Performance Podcast. Giving you knowledge and practical takeaways to improve your own general physical preparedness. This one, I I wasn't really listening when he said this episode, maybe the next episode is our 100th episode, guys. So we'll celebrate on both of them. Woo! 100 episodes! We made it! Paul has a big announcement. It's about his uh, upper arm circumference. This is how we'll celebrate the 100th episode. <laughs> we did it, guys. We made it. Just stand up and sh- show you should. The earth. You should you hit should. a front <laughs> double. These are 20 inch arms now, guys. If you can't hear him, those are 20 inch arms. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you done fucked up because you missed the chance to see Paul's 20 inch arms. But now, now I'm gonna diet, and uh, they'll be 19 again. I honestly think I might <laughs> go all the way down to 17. <laughs> Paul, what if you did like an eight week rapid fat loss diet, and they went down to 17? Would you just kind of like give up? I probably wouldn't would give up. Again. They weren't even that small when I was on stage. <laughs> All right, guys, today we are talking about our holiday eating strategies. This episode is going to go up, be all up in your face, Thursday, December 23rd, which is going to be a few days short of some big eats at, uh, what is it, Christmas, not Thanksgiving, I almost said Thanksgiving, big eats with the family this Saturday at Christmas. A lot of anxiety around this issue. Some people, you know, really stress out. They bring their Tupperwares. They're a weirdo. They're like microwaving tilapia and bringing it to the table, ruining their family's good time. Other people, you know, they're the opposite end of the spectrum. They eat an entire pie. Uh, They feel horrible. They dump their pants in the middle of the night, and it's just a bad experience for them altogether. So I think a lot of people are trying to find that middle ground. How do I enjoy the day, enjoy the food without, you know, taking myself too much off plan. So I'll throw it to you guys first. What are the kind of general strategies, the advice that you give your clients around holiday eating? Well, me and Paul send the same thing to people. So copy and paste. (laughs) What is that same thing? Uh, it's about like secrets. Can't tell not... you. <laughs> Gotta sign up. Get to you have to pay, to pay to know. <laughs> uh, it's about like not not gaining eight pounds the next day. You, you want to gain maybe two to four pounds. Not eating until uh, you it want hurts. to. You have to. You need to gain Minimum. two to four pounds. <laughs> not eating until you can't anymore. Actually, Paul has a quote unquote bring the pain (laughs) yeah that's that's kind of what i tell you is like enjoy yourself have fun you know like eat until you're satisfied or you know um i mean and it's okay to overindulge a little bit as long as you're not in prep but you don't want to bring the pain all day long you know we've all had those days where like it's thanksgiving or something and you eat until it hurts and then an hour or two later you you just keep shoving it in all day long until you're just like useless and like laying on the floor yeah 
Well, Dom, you came out of you came out of prep last year, and it was it was Christmas not long after, right? No. When was your When was your show? April. Why did I think it was December? I don't know. I think I I don't know. I think I just had a stroke or something. No, it was April. I dieted through Easter. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, mine was. Uh... Was his was November. his was close to Thanksgiving. Yeah, after. yours was close to Thanksgiving. How did uh, was your hunger pretty much controlled by Thanksgiving, or were you still in in a bottomless pit? I remember I was. I feel like I was pretty damn hungry, dude, for for a couple or a few months. It was a long time. <laughs> it was it was a long time, but my uh, the holiday. I'm not a huge holiday food eater. My my thing was we went on vacation literally like the day after to Universal. You came back. I remember. From Universal, I remember like you being five pounds heavier or something. I remember you being a very unhappy boy during that vacation. I was not. Don't plan vacations right after shows. <laughs> I remember Paul texting me like my resting heart rate. I'm trying to walk around Universal. My heart rate's like 145. My <laughs> blood pressure is like 180 over 120. <laughs> I'm having a straight up bad time over here. I was about to have a stroke, dude. <laughs> I dieted through Thanksgiving and my birthday one year. I did the holiday classic, the one that just happened in, in, in Florida. I did that two years ago and I was the guy who brought the Tupperware to, you know, thanksgiving because i had to i ate some white meat turkey ate some broccoli threw some threw some frank's red hot on it and, and that was all that i really needed uh christmas got a little buck wild i actually think jimmy went a little harder on christmas than me i think that was the year that she just had to like straight up leave the table and like go to the bathroom and that was her home for the next three hours you know what sort of gets me man so i i really don't like when people do preps through holidays or birthdays and still expect to get their fucking whatever. I'm like, I, I really don't give a shit. It's your birthday. Yeah. Like, no fucks. It'll happen next year again. I think that's kind <laughs> of should have planned it different. That's the one real exception right there to be that, that asshole on Thanksgiving dinner, right? Is that you're, you know, you have a contest prep. What, what do you guys do for, cause Dom, you got a guy who's prepping right now, right? What's, what's, uh, What's his plan for for Christmas? What are you What are you laying out for him? No, he's saying I'm playing because he uh, he's actually competing in February, which is weird. I haven't seen his show in February before. He competes the first week of February. That's so he's too close. He's six weeks out. If yeah. he was like ten, I might use Christmas as like a refeed. Um, but he's he's too close. Um, and then I had all the people at nationals finish up. So they're, they're going to be two, they're one week post show for Christmas. So I, you know, obviously they're going to eat, but, uh, but like I, I've been doing with people is just jacking up calories right out of the gate on their reverse diets. And all three of them said like, they're doing just fine. Like they don't have like the binge feeling or anything. But they also did carb up with a lot of food. Yeah, I think that's a big piece of it. It's like when yeah. you give them a ton of food during peak week, Anthony said the exact same thing. He's like, listen, I, I had my I had my asshole moments. Like I ate my 48-ounce tomahawk or whatever. I'm good now. Like we can go back to the plan. 
What about uh, what about clients that are just on general fat loss phases? Because I have a couple clients that want to compete on not as early as February. That's insane. I didn't know that there were shows in February, um, but early on next year. So I do have some clients that are in pre-prep fat loss phases right now. How do you guys handle that with your clients? Treat it like a refeed? Treat it like a free day? What is it? It's just a free day. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if you're not like there, there's just not really any stakes, you know, like if you're in like a, a pre contest prep kind of leaning out phase, or you're just like on a, a diet to clean up a little bit. Like, I mean, we, we've all had those times at some point in our sort of career, I guess, if you can call it that, where we're just dieting and like maybe you cheated or something. And over over the long, you know, scheme of the diet, um, you know, as long as that's not like weekly or something like that, you know, like a cheat or two over 12 weeks of dieting doesn't ruin everything. Don, yeah. do, do you do you have anyone you, you probably don't anyone that has cheated on their diet during prep before you don't <laughs> <laughs> oh my god why did you go there you just had to. I, had, I couldn't i was trying to hold it in i was like struggling so hard uh, my face yes is i have <laughs> yeah and what paul said is is very true here like in the grand scheme one meal doesn't doesn't make you fat and I honestly, but the problem is like what makes it different in a prep is, you know, I remember I I let somebody celebrate something once and (laughs) it, it fucked up the whole rest of the prep, like, because it's a different circumstance, you know, where it's the restriction is so much higher and you you just you have this point that you have to grind out and if you do something like let somebody go have damn near a free-for-all um like at eight weeks out like it might be kind of hard to pull them back in i think that and i think in prep you're so susceptible to fat gain so like I think they gain fat a bit faster once they hit over like that calorie threshold for it. Like, yeah, on the week, they might still be in a deficit just from that one day. But I think that day, sometimes if they do enough damage, they probably gain some fat back. I I, I don't know. I think you would have to eat so much in Dude, that come day. On. You, you, okay. You the, the like fat. I know binging that I've seen five, six, seven, eight thousand calories. Okay, seven thousand, eight thousand calories. Yeah, sure, that's enough to eliminate like the entire weekly deficit. But to like gain significant fat in one day, like I mean, you got to be ten thousand, eleven thousand, twelve thousand calories. And dude, I, hey, what's a jar of peanut butter? What's a big, large peanut butter jar? Why? Why'd you go with peanut butter? Why was that? Uh, why was that your choice? Because <laughs> most competitors like peanut butter. They, yeah, I guess. You, I guess you're right. Yeah, you know. And, you know. <laughs> Everybody likes peanut butter in prob. <laughs> peanut butter is a dangerous one. Very dangerous. Peanut butter is yeah. super dangerous. I won't give it to some people because they'll eat extra of it. I prefer almond butter. More of an almond butter guy. I recently, cashew butter is great. Yeah, cashew butter is amazing. It's because yeah. cashew is the best nut that there is. There's yeah, no better. Yeah, it's just nut more expensive. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, so when you guys say like a free day for people, do you truly mean a free day? Like, don't do your steps. Don't, don't go train. 
Oh. Yeah, whatever I tell you not want to train. at every single meal, or is it more like, hey, enjoy that dinner meal, lunch meal, whatever it is? Yeah, I don't do people... entire days, dude. An entire day is a good way to like one fuck up your own mindset and just make it really hard to read what's going on by your body weight. You know, like you give somebody a whole day to fuck around and they they're up eight plus pounds the next day, and it takes them. Um, even if they don't gain a significant amount of fat, you know, it still takes them maybe five, maybe the whole week almost to get their weight back down to what it, what it was, you know? Like, I, I think with holidays more, a lot of things are centered around dinner. Yep. So like, I'll make it a point to be like, enjoy dinner, dinner. Yeah. Don't, it's not, it's not. Christmas breakfast, Christmas brunch, Christmas lunch, and Christmas evening. That's what, I'm, like, that's what I'm saying. Like when you give someone who's seriously dieted down and you say, okay, take a full free day, like they're planning for that. They're like, all right, I'm up early. I'm prepping mimosas yeah. at 630 in the morning. We're doing biscuits. We're doing eggs. We're doing bacon. I'm going to, what'd you say, Paul? Bring the pain. I'm going to bring the pain from breakfast all the way until my midnight snack. I like that you brought that up, though, because what I will have some people do is uh, or recommend, you know, one of two things, whether whether they're not in prep or or whether they are in prep or not. If somebody's in prep, um, I would probably just write those first couple meals. But if somebody was not, I would just tell them, hey, um, you can maybe fast for the morning hours and have your first meal at noon or noon or one ish um, have a a couple smaller meals before that event, you know, maybe somewhere around 20% or so of your daily intake um, in each meal. So by the time that they hit dinner, they still have 50% of their calorie intake yeah. to as wiggle room to go into yeah. that with, which for like a decent sized male should be pretty substantial um, for a female may not be that crazy. So you might get maybe 15% at each meal or whatever, or if they don't want to fast in the morning, still similar thing, mostly carbs and protein for breakfast, maybe around 20% of your intake lunch, uh, same thing, mostly protein and carbs around 20% of your intake and have that 50 or 60% to play with at your event. The meal itself. So when you do kind of unleash them for dinner, do you put any constraints on that? I hear a lot of people say, you know, start with a lot of water, start with a lot of veggies, make sure you get plenty of protein. Or do you kind of just say, you know, I just I tell people, I tell people, if you're concerned, eat protein first, eat veggies second, drink water, then try to make a plate of carbs. And that plate of carbs is most likely going to end up being smaller because they're just full. Um, a plate of carbs like me, isn't always... like one thing I do for me personally is I always l- eat so much meat to the point where I don't even end up eating carbs sometimes. Because I'm just so full from what? the meat. Paul, what? what like some said? good turkey? He said that. He said that sounds disgusting. Ew, some good well, turkey. We're like, gonna have maybe I mean, like we're, a we're rack of ribs, ham, but we're ham. ham. Fucking we're right. A, a tenderloin roast. Oh, okay, and we're having turkey. Good. What? I'm so the to tenderloin to the house really sounds pretty good. Thanksgiving dinner, Christmas. I don't know. I need carbs with my meat, dude. But I don't know. It depends on the person, you know, and how at risk they are for overeating. Uh, but you know, I will give people small tips like, hey, if you can start with a little salad, you know, um, start with some water. Maybe have a glass of water between each plate or whatever. 
um, start with your protein. And then if somebody, you know, me, for instance, I remember my first diet, uh, I, I developed like a huge binge eating problem and, uh, I would always overdo it. My coach at that time gave me a refeed every 10 days and it would always set me back for days. Um, so what I started doing is I started having a meal before my cheat meal. Like right before? Literally, yeah. Like, so I would eat some chicken and rice and veggies at home and then me and like a friend would drive to the restaurant <laughs> and uh, I would have my cheat meal. I actually have a very similar story. So like when Jimmy and I first started dating, it was like International Pancake Day at IHOP and I was in the middle of a prep and I didn't want to overeat on pancakes. So I mixed up three cans of tuna and like celery or something and I ate it in the IHOP parking lot and then I went inside for pancakes and I think I had like two or three pancakes because I just had like straight tuna mouth at the time. But I that's like yeah. almost the exact same strategy that you used. It's disgusting. But Dom, you don't understand. You don't get I it, don't. man. I don't. I don't live that lifestyle. You don't. You don't. Back when we were broing out hard. All right, Paul. What does your Christmas day look like? What's what is on the docket? For me, like I literally might stop by my parents' house for a couple hours. Like we don't really celebrate Christmas like that, you know. Not since I was a little kid. You gonna eat some good shit? I have no idea. Maybe I don't know. I feel like you used to tell me that you used to always get like KFC at Christmas. No, but Koreans do love KFC. <laughs> Koreans have a joke. They they call it Korean fried chicken. They love it so much. <laughs> Koreans is, love fried chicken. Dude. Is that like a Christmas thing? A Thanksgiving thing? I, I swear. It's a when, 365 thing. Oh, Koreans love fried every chicken. Every day of dude. the year. Is it just the fried chicken or do they like the sides? What is it? I couldn't tell you, man. I'm not a big KFC guy. You're a terrible Korean. I know, I really am. Dom, what's the sh what's the schedule for you? Um, Christmas Eve, we go to my parents, uh, <laughs> and then we'll have good food there. And then Christmas Day, we wake up here, open gifts, go to her parents, then go back to my parents, and then sometimes go to her dad's side at night. Whoa, that's a busy day. Yeah, up it's a benefit of being an A-Rep. <laughs> You're all over the oh, place. Here's another little tip. Uh, a couple days before, maybe, you can chop maybe 10% of your calories off. Um, so if you're eating 3,000 calories a day, uh, you know, you'd have two 2,700-calorie days. And that gives you a little more wiggle room on that day. You can take your low days after, too. I've just sort of found... It depends on your personality. A lot of times after you've had a really fun day of eating, eating even less than you normally do it is rough. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you said that because I needed to give out my advice as well. So what does your day look like? I'm going oh, yeah. to start with my tidbits of advice and then I'm going to go into my day. Um, my tidbits of advice for my clients, I let them sort themselves into one of two camps. The two camps are you would like to be left alone to do whatever you would like, and then you are perfectly at peace with what that might mean on the scale the next day. So, you know, a two to four, maybe five pound increase that will be gone over the next couple of weeks. Or you can sort yourself into camp number two, which means that I would like to stay on plan and be on track through the holiday. And if that's the case, I use Paul's strategy. I cut 
10 to 15 calories the three days before as well as the three days after which for most people if you've got someone who's eating 2,000 calories that's around 200 calories a day six total days there that's around 1200 extra calories and i had them use a refeed day so if their refeed day is 2800 they're just adding those calories to the refeed day so they've got 4000 calories there which usually is enough for people some people still go over but it's really not um not by too much we do some we do some hydration stuff as well afterward kind of hyperhydrate to push a little bit of that extra so fluid retention how do you have them track food that's cooked by their family I just have them guesstimate. I say go into my wow. fitness pal, find a mashed potatoes that looks like it makes sense. It's not like, oh, three cups of homemade mashed potatoes is 100 calories. Like, obviously, don't yeah, choose okay. that one. I tell them to try and, like, overlog it. And then I tell them to leave it at that. Like, don't stress it any more than that. Just try and guesstimate as close as possible. Like, unless, you know, I, I just don't even have... I'm just like, dude, just enjoy yourself, man. And, and I, I, now that I'm glad you said that the the camp of you're you're just at peace with it, because after giving all my advice and stuff, I'm like, hey, if you just don't lose your fucking mind and turn this into like three days of overeating, you know, like yeah, you may not fine. even need any low days. Your 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 weight may just come down to what it was over a few days, or maybe like a pound over or something. Like it's not a it's not going to be a huge deal if it's one meal. Yeah, I think and I think that's something that a lot of people miss because the common consensus or, you know, what the literature points to is that people gain roughly 70 to 80 percent of their yearly weight gain during the holidays. But that's not on those specific <laughs> holidays. If you've got Thanksgiving, Christmas Eve, Christmas, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, that is five days out of the 365 that are in the year. So it's a very, very small yeah. percentage. And you're preloading of, with those by like feeding on leftover Halloween candy. Yes. You know, so that's, <laughs> that's really where you run into the issues. Like when people say, you know, you gain most of your weight during that holiday window, they mean from Thanksgiving and every day all the way through to the new year. Because people are, like you said, Paul, overloading on the leftover Halloween candy. Then they're enjoying the Thanksgiving leftovers. Now it's Christmas cookie season and everyone's dropping Christmas cookies off yeah. at their house. Then they're going crazy on Christmas Eve and Christmas. Then it's because you're leftovers. going to like get togethers and then you're leaving the get together. And the person who throws it is like, hey, take these fucking cookies. I don't want them. And you're like, I don't want a bitch. Like <laughs> <laughs> you're just fighting over who has to eat the cookies. <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, I was like Anthony and Maria. They had uh, one of my clients, Steve. They brought them a like fucking humongous tray of like pumpkin tres leches cake. And they're like, oh, take some home, and some ended up being like two and a half pounds of it, just like sitting in my fridge. Like, oh well, you know, now I have type two diabetes, and it's your fault. Couldn't even control myself around that stuff. I thought tres leches was too much leches for me. Turns out it was the exact and right amount. And you ever amount. do crazy shit? Like, you're like, okay, if I eat this all right now today, then I won't have to deal with it for, like, weeks. Nah, like I just throw it in the trash. <laughs> like, I eat a couple bites. I'm like, this is good. I'm going to throw it away now. No, no disrespect, Steve. It was very tasty. I didn't mean to throw it in the trash. Oh, what does my day look like? All right, I am going to... So, you know, you guys are going to hear the traditions. So, I'm going to wake up. Uh, probably go for a walk with Jimmy. We're going to go to my mom's house down in Palm Beach Gardens. We're going to take a walk over to the park in her neighborhood because Jimmy and I like to swing on the swings on Christmas. 
we like to just go for a nice swing on the swings we go down the slide we sit on those things that like rock back and forth that's pretty fun sometimes we'll play a little tennis sometimes we'll go do some weird handstandy gymnastic stuff at the football field and then it's just vibing for the rest of the day hanging out with my grandma and great aunt um, i feel like on those things that go back and forth like the little horses like i feel like every year you try and launch her off of those how could you not try yeah i mean you gotta pull her all the way back and then just yeah. give her a little give her a little push this year i probably this year i probably yeah, won't i won't do, do that, that <laughs> i probably uh no, we'll probably no, skip over a, that this year you can do that <laughs> um and then we are going to give slash open gifts hang out my grandma and my great aunt like to watch the uh the dog show you guys watch that dog show dom i feel like you're a big dog show guy yeah we do watch it <laughs> you know what you missed at nationals they had dogs they had the the akd oh, or whatever it is the other uh at the, at the hyatt so you walked into the hyatt and you were just surrounded by the most handsomest and beautifulest dogs you've ever seen the best boys and the goodest of girls <laughs> i was just I, I was looking around i was like wow none of these stack up with charles with young charles oh, look at him look, look at him wow <laughs> I mean, if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts right now, you're you're yeah, missing all you're missing all the good tidbits today. All Sometimes right, any I other pieces of advice? Sometimes I look at Pancake prancing around. I'm like, you could have been a show dog. Could have. She has all like the scars and shit on her. <laughs> like that's that's part of the allure, right? That's what makes her who she is. All right, now I posted on my story. Give me your worst pieces of holiday eating advice that you've received either from the internet or from previous coaches and these are the one two three four acceptable pg-13 responses that i got for everyone that sent me like the r-rated stuff like come on guys you're better than that the first one comes from fab giselle she says you need to do or someone told her you need to do lemon cayenne water drink all day so you can binge later so whoever gave her this advice basically said like hey like be hey, okay. it's cool to have an eating disorder it's cool that eating disorder is nice as long as you have some lemon and cayenne water yeah, every is- time i see her name in my head a voice goes off that's like fab jizzle <laughs> <laughs> there's the clip right there clip it right there have you guys heard this this lemon cayenne water were you guys coaching when that was really popular the master's cleanse from beyonce is that what it actually is yep is it because cayenne has capsin in it yeah but it started it didn't start with lemon water it was lemonade it was like full fucking sugar lemonade with cayenne water and you had like 40 ounces of it three times a day and that was the diet jeez i also want to know how much cayenne yeah cayenne is hot 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 lemonade all day i feel like you'd be is sweaty it, is it really that hot like the powder like the seasoning it's, powder it's spicy oh yeah a little bit goes mm. a long way a very long way so mm. i wonder if there is a recipe out one there time i picked much. up a bottle and i read it and i was like kanye pepper <laughs> <laughs> um that shit is not that spicy yeah but shut up paul you think paul, black pepper is spicy don't you i do well i am a white person so yes <laughs> um so here's a funny story i had a girl in my 
it was like a master's level stats analysis class. It was like a statistical interpretation class. So we didn't actually do any stats. We would just SSPS. look at SPS. Yeah. We would look at, uh, we would look at like studies and examine the stats and whatnot. And she brought in a study about this, about this lemon cayenne water. You know, she was looking at the stats and how people in the group like lost, like lost weight or whatever. And, you know, I just I'm had sure they fucking did. I I had had enough. I had had too much. So in my younger and my more antagonistic years, I raised my hand and I asked her if she had heard of the uh, habanero coffee enema cleanse where you take habanero and you blend it into black coffee and then you do an enema of it. And oh. she was like, no, I haven't, I haven't heard of that. Like there are studies out there about this is like, there are plenty of studies out there about this and it is e easily two to three times as effective as lemon and cayenne. And my teacher <laughs> just sat there and like, listened to me say this stuff as I told this girl to put cayenne or not cayenne habanero and coffee in her butt. And the girl was like, that's very interesting. Like I'm going to read into this. And then eventually I felt too bad. And I was like, that's not real. Don't, don't put peppers in your butt. Like, please don't do There's that. There's a uh, true life. I'm addicted to like coffee enemas. What is the benefit of a coffee enema? I think they, uh, you just absorb the caffeine. Like Paul, walk me through how an enema good. works. I don't really know how I'm assuming there's a funnel and a tube. <laughs> and <laughs> sounds uh, like college. It go yeah, it goes in. <laughs> maybe eventually comes out. I don't know. Do you have to like stand on your head? Do you have to use gravity in your favor when you're giving yourself an enema? I'm assuming so. I don't know. Maybe there's a turkey baster. Um, I don't know. It was crazy because like the wife was addicted to it first, and the husband was like, "This is a fucking problem." And she was <laughs> like, "Just give it a shot," and then he was like, "Yeah, I'm addicted to doing this now." <laughs> it's a gateway. Yeah. You lower your partner into that. All right, Fab Giselle. Lemon and cayenne, it's not going to get it done. Does literally nothing for your metabolism. Lemon water, eh. isn't there some research about lemon water on like uh, kidney stones? Dom, are you familiar? I've, I've, I've never heard that. I feel like I saw Examine post something about it. So there might be some benefits of lemon water. Adding cayenne won't do anything for you. All right, our next one, piece of advice, literally has nothing to do with holiday eating. Threw it in here anyway, just because I wanted to talk about it. Um, so again, the prompt was, what is the worst piece of holiday eating advice that you've received? Paul, I think this is your client, Max Bowling. Max said, mm -hmm. uh, deadlifts are a great way to start your back workout. <laughs> Amazing. I mean, that is shitty advice. That's terrible advice. That is horrendous advice. advice. Why is that horrendous advice? It has nothing to do with holiday eating, but why is yeah. that terrible advice? Just think about how much better you could train your back if you weren't exhausted from <laughs> doing heavy ass deadlifts first that only train some of your back muscles isometrically, right? So yeah, it's just really the, the biggest issue there is just that it's a very fatiguing movement um, and you would have a more effective back workout by not doing them first what are deadlifts good for being good at deadlift pretty much i mean it's probably a decent i mean it's a decent like glute exercise you know yeah, you want to use a bfr band around your legs so that you could um stimulate more <laughs> around your neck your glutes use yeah. the bfr band around your neck it's good to double wrap around your neck <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, just in general, um, 
as a for a hypertrophy movement, there are just better choices than doing a deadlift for just about any body part. Um, because other variations are just going to carry a little less fatigue, you know. What about butt meat? I feel like deadlifts are like a just no. They're a good. They're good. Fantastic. What, what do you what do you prefer in terms of training the butt meat over a deadlift? Well, I mean, you could do an RDL. Okay. You know, so there's a little more control there. Um, you know, uh, so yeah, yeah an bridges. RDL is a good variation. Uh, bridges or um, thrusters, whatever you like to call them, are good variations. Hyper extensions are a good variation. Uh, stiff leg deadlifts or uh, well RDL, you know, whatever. Um, lunges are, I think, a super underrated glute builder. Um, lunges tear your correctly. booty up. Yeah. So, yeah, there are a bunch of options right there. What about, so everyone kind of hates on it, right? It's the, like, put your leg on the assisted pull-up machine and push it down. Yeah, is that it's is not that, a great movement? Why do why do you have such a hate hatred for it? I well, agree, it's not great. Yeah, but I, I don't think it's like just, people make it seem like you got people that in one sentence will say like rack pulls are great, but then they'll say that that is terrible. Yeah, man. So the uh, there's not what what do you call that movement? Like what do you're you not call, seriously? What do you call that movement? <sighs> Well, you're like pushing straight down. Yeah. Yeah. Versus, versus like back. So it's a lot of it's back. a lot of hip yeah. flexion. You're going up into very a uh, high There's degree not a of, lot hip of hip flexion. Extension. There's not yeah, a lot of extension. It. You're missing that bit of extension that you could get from doing a walking lunge, right? Yeah. And it's just uh, if you're appreciably strong, I'm sure it's not like the the best way to do that movement yeah eventually it, you, it almost reminds me of like a dumbbell like step up step up yeah with like the resistance but once curve again without, without that full kind of hip extension happening yeah all right max thanks for asking us a deadlift question on a holiday eating episode you done pissed us off forward all complaints to paul um mm. paul or not paul tom's brother at fat john snow Wants to know if we're bringing the glizzies out. Dom, what's a glizzy? You learned. It's a hot dog. Glizzy gang. So glizzy what? is a hot dog. I think it also might be slang for penis. I have heard uh, uh, people calling um, very uh, social w women and men glizzy guzzlers, uh, meaning that they put a lot of glizzies in their mouth, I believe, is hmm. the interpretation there. So a couple different slangs there. Um, we'll assume that he means hot dogs. Is anyone having hot dogs for Christmas? Um, I'll tell you who should have a hot dog. Jessica. Yeah. Jessica Lee Golding should have herself a holly like of them. Has jolly she paid, though? Has she hot paid? dog. Has she paid? Yeah. Didn't we say that we're going to do like a cash? No, thing? I told her that we're calling a tribunal at the next coaches meeting to decide what we're going to do with her. And she said, what's a tribunal? And I said, it's like on survival when they get to or survivor when they get together and they're like, we're voting you off the island. And then she thought that we were voting her off the team. <laughs> Great. So you made her anxiety even worse. <laughs> she said, no, Jess, we're just going to decide. So, yeah, she might be able to pay 
Uh, for context, if you score the lowest points in our fantasy football league, you have to eat a gross sandwich. This year was the corn dog, Sonic corn dog. Jess needs to find a way to eat 41 corn dogs. What alternative should we give her? Dude, you have to let her pay. <laughs> or I'll, like, I don't know. Like, Here's what I'll do. We'll let her pay. I'm going to win the league, obviously. Best team by far riddled with injuries still just an absolute waiver wire monster um and then i'm just gonna venmo her money back to her as a christmas present that's pretty nice of me right no keep it oh geez geez dom dom that's your that's your friend just get 47 hot dogs delivered to her house with it what is what is a traditional holiday food slash recipe where it would be acceptable to add hot dogs pigs in a blanket Pigs in a blanket. That's a good That'd one. Be good. I would say that's more of a maybe, hors d'oeuvre. Maybe some baked beans, but some, some hot dogs in the beanie baked weenies. beans. Beanie weenies. You know what's pretty garbage is green bean casserole. And I feel like if you added some hot dogs in there, it might not be as bad. Yeah. Just lots of bacon. Lots of bacon. Lots of hot dogs. What about like mashed potatoes with hot dogs? And now that's, I take I that back immediately. That's disgusting. <laughs> What if you roll up to Christmas dinner and you're like, damn, I'm so excited for some stuffing. Open up that turkey and it was stuffed with hot dogs. You'd be okay. I'd be really mad. I'd be a little upset. You a stuffing guy? Well, a lot, uh, Italians make stuffing with sausage. Yeah, yeah, they do. They do. That's very, the Italians are weird though. I'll eat stuffing with sausage in it. Yeah, I can go with that. Because then it's not really stuffing anymore. Or you have like a pre-dinner charcuterie board and you just thinly slice some hot dogs and throw them down there. <laughs> That's how you trick them into eating hot dogs. Tom, we answered your brother's question. We did it to our best of our ability. All right, our last question, and we're going to wrap this thing up. Let you guys go enjoy your holiday with your family. Alex Calabat says you need to bring containers of chicken and rice. There will be no eating off plan. Is that's Alex Calabat... That's why he hired a new coach. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's what drove him your way? That, probably. Dude, I still see top-tier cringe posts from these coaches that are like, if you are dedicated to bodybuilding, like you better bring your Tupperware to dinner, and it just never—I it never loses its effect really? on me, dude. All the That's fucking crazy. time, all the time. I feel like it's pretty common to see more so just enjoy the day kind of thing now. Yeah, it's like you, there's the enjoy the day people, and then there's like the other people on the complete opposite side that are screenshotting the enjoy the day. And it's like if you take this attitude around your bodybuilding career, like you'll never be anything. You'll never if you can't be dedicated. And it, it's been fun to kind of watch it, you know, because I know when I first started lifting and stuff, uh, people were like, oh, you, you know, if you take this seriously, you'll bring your food or whatever. You know, I'm hardcore because I'm sticking to the plan. And then, you know, the next after some years, it was you're kind, you're a piece of shit if you can't just like eat off plan and you're not okay with missing a day of the gym. And then, like a few years later, they're like, "Hey, man, just do whatever you want. If you want to stick to the plan, stick to the plan. If you want to enjoy yourself, enjoy yourself. That's yeah. Do what makes you happy. That's what makes the most. That's, that's what I would. That's what I say. Do whatever makes you happy. Do you think do you think the 
space as a whole, just kind of a general question there, is trending more towards that like less hardcore attitude? Or do you think it's just as bad as it was when we kind no, of first... No, I think it's less. You think it's less? Yeah. Or I think it's smarter? less because uh, on a lot of reasons. One, a lot of people are pushing. You need to have a real fucking job. They are saying that. Go listen pushing, to the podcast episode with Chris Tuttle. They're pushing. You have to make sure you're healthy. That has taken a huge swing. Like, check up on your internal health. And then the holiday stuff, I've noticed. I mean, really big name coaches will post, like, enjoy the day kind of thing. So I would say it's getting less hardcore. And you love to see that. That's all I wanted for Christmas is a less hardcore social It's an media unnecessary fitness. hardcore. It is. It is. It's hardcore for the sake of being hardcore. There's no benefit yeah, it's to just, it. Yeah, it's just to be on the surface known as a hardo, which yeah. does nothing for you. No. No. It's a very burn the candle at both ends mentality. Yeah, exactly. Very short-sighted. Paul, what do you want for Christmas? Other than for all of your stuff to magically transport its way to your house in Florida. <laughs> That's all I want is just to be done <laughs> with the moving process. I just want to be there. I want to be out of the cold. And uh, I just want it to be done. So How I can get cold back is it life. by you? Cold enough. I mean, it, it's been a pretty, fairly warm winter so far. But I don't know. It's I, I'm going to guess it's maybe 50 degrees, maybe oh, 40 yeah, degrees. Cool. It's 15 yeah. here. Uh, yeah, Dom, it is absolutely right freezing now. down here. We got under 60 today, and I am not okay so, with like, it. So, like, what happens down there when that happens? You guys throw on, like, sweaters and stuff? I'm wearing a hat inside. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I've got my sweater on. Yeah, Paul Paul is tank top and underwear at all time, no matter the weather. Yesterday, it was freezing here. It was probably, like, feels like 8 degrees. Yeah, today was so cold that I had to wear the sweater into the gym. I think it was like 58. It's bad. Man. It's bad. Dom, you, you know what, it? though? I get snow. You guys don't get snow. Yeah. And I know you like snow. Love snow. Going to North so, Carolina next month to do some snowboarding. It's going to be a grand old time. Paul's like, fuck the snow. Yeah. Anywhere there's snow is hell on earth. When we went to Utah, it wasn't too bad, though, Paul. It was, it was, it was kind of like warm. It was warm enough to... Tank top snowboard. It was oddly warm on that um, mountain. It was very strange, right? Oh, I, yeah, because the sun, the sun is just blasting on you. The sun yeah. do be warm. And it's like reflecting off the snow and shit. I got That's a sunburn. Away. I remember that. I got a horrible sunburn. Every day I came yeah. home, I was like, oh, you're so fucking sunburned. Yeah, no, no shit, dude. Because <laughs> the sun is shining very bright out there. Dom, what do you want for Christmas? Um, Your two off. front teeth? <laughs> I'm going to turn my phone off on Christmas. What? How will I text you? Cool pictures of know. myself. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll but... figure it out. I'll send them in the mail. Did the cookbook get there yet? There's a box here. I didn't open it yet. It might be it. Yeah, you better open that and tell me how, tell me how much you love it. You want me to open it? I'll open Is it, it like open it on air? Of... Is it Is from it Amazon? Book? It's going to be awkward if it's not from Is me. Is it a whole book on muscle leg recipes? It's just a, just a huge box of dildos. Yes. And he's going to open it on air da, 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 da. what do i want for christmas um i think i want what dom wants a day off i want paul to be happy i want uh i want pancake to be happy a couple of rubs on her head 
I want a I want a big tongue kiss from Reptar. Nice. What you got there? What you got there? <laughs> what is it? Warcraft? What? I didn't even know they made this. <laughs> I is didn't know book? they made it either. It's the World of Warcraft official cookbook. <laughs> I told you it was going to change your meal plans. You're putting long jaw mud snappers in every single meal plan moving forward. Oh my god, it's like an actual cookbook. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's 100% <laughs> like a real cookbook. There's actual. It's like how here. to cook actual things that are in the game. That's funny. Jimmy found it. Go, Jimmy. Go, Jimmy. All right, folks. If you made it this far in the episode, thanks for listening. We are going to go ahead and extend a Christmas thank you to everyone who has listened to the podcast over the last year. We are extremely thankful for you, for the likes, the comments, the subscribes, all of that on this video. If you comment below what you want for Christmas, we will send you a gifted performance laptop sticker as a thank you for your support. So comment what you want for Christmas. We will find you. We will find your address. We won't show up at your house, but we will send you some goodies. We will see you on the next episode. Until then, stay gifted. Bye. Peace. Um...